and welcome back to another Mind of a Black Author podcast. I'm your boy Enigma, and we're going to jump right in and give you one of those episodes that everybody has been raving about. And I know I've been late, late <laughs> lately, but I am trying to get it together. I actually have another edit episode of the whole Mary Sex Kill series, and so this is just going to be another one that you're going to see. So hopefully I'll have both of these out here rather shortly, but I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving holiday um, as I did. And as you can see, you know, kind of getting that weight. I got the little sweatpants on right now because I don't need that belt or anything like that. I just want to kind of relax um, this weekend. So in this week's episode, we're going to talk about sidekick characters. Now, this is kind of a little, I wouldn't say controversial or anything like that, but the sidekick character are really those who kind of play the backseat towards the main characters. And the three characters we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about Melanie, who is one of the sidekick characters. I don't know if she's technically a sidekick character, but we will discuss it regardless. We're going to talk about Gia from the Lelo series, and we're going to talk about Michelle from the Nola Street Tales series. So, Let's jump right in, kind of give you a background. So Melanie, just to kind of give you a backstory on her, she's one of the main characters, well, not main characters, but one of the characters in the side chick storyline. Um, ironically, the whole book, even though there's multiple characters in there, the, is based off of a screenplay that I wrote years ago. And technically, she was the main character initially, but I think with Sade and the way that her response was in the book, a lot of people really liked her character. So Melanie kind of took a side character um, in that series alone. But initially, she was the main character. So Melanie's background is she's a businesswoman. She basically um, is great with her work and everything. She just strikes out a lot with... Um, romance as far as it's concerned and the thing about her is she's not into the side chick lifestyle she's never thought about being into the side chick lifestyle however you know she meets this guy Tristan in a club one night and he's up front with her and tells her that he is married so there's no deception or anything about it but after running into her once again they have a conversation and they decide you know what you know we click so well why not get into this kind of business deal. And Melanie treats being a side chick like a business deal. Like she has him sign a contract and everything of things that she's basically telling him that he's going to, you know, achieve. So basically things that I guess somebody would want in a relationship. She wants to make sure that she has it documented. These are the things I expect while being a side chick. And, you know, he reluctantly signs. I mean, you know, Melanie's a beautiful woman, so most guys would sign just to get with her. And, you know, pretty much that's where the story goes with her. But this is not the lifestyle that she normally does. This is something new to her, and she finds out that it's a little more than meets the eye. Now, I'm not going to jump into too much more because I don't want to ruin it for you if you haven't read the book. But um, Secret Lovers, uh, The Side Chick Chronicles, goes with that tale and shows how they're relationship evolves into something possibly a little bit more. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, the next character we're going to talk about is Gia. Now, Gia actually started out as a side character in the first book of the Call Center Junkie, The Diary of Lelo. Eventually, she comes out. She's the second book. She's the main character in that book. And 
We're going to talk about both sides of her, but she is basically the one that challenges Lelo to get her life together. If you've read that book um, and also the uh, Chronicles of Lelo, which I, I use the word Chronicles too much in titles. I need to stop that. <laughs> but the Chronicles of Lelo, you get to see her more of her in action. Now, the first book, the diary book, all you get to see is Lelo's you know, description of her and how she is as a person. Um, in the book, The uh, Confessions of Imperfect Love, which is the one where she's the lead character, you get to get, you know, more intimate details into her. And then, of course, The Chronicles of Lelo, you get to see her um, from the outside looking in with her best friend. So Gia is the type of character. She's a nice woman. She is just really trying to be helpful to a person who doesn't want to be helped. And Lelo, you know, she is the, call her the uh, Jiminy Cricket, I guess, on the side of Lelo, trying to keep her together. But Lelo does what she wants. And, you know, we know what happens with her in that story. Well, if you don't know, you can always get the book here and read for it yourself. But, yeah, there's a lot of things that goes on with her and her friendship. But they were best friends. And Gia feels that she's failed her after every relapse of Lelo. You know, Gia really feels like she's a failure because she's not able to help her friends. So sometimes you can't help people like that. But she is one of those people. Now, she did do one this deceiving thing. So in the um, Diary of Lelo, there is a part where Lelo is actually flirting with this guy on her team. And Lelo really likes her, likes him, sorry. And but she's also with somebody else. So Gia decides to go ahead and slide right in and ends up dating the dude that Lelo likes, even though she knows her friend likes it. But her friend is in like a multitude of relationships and they had a falling out after that because, you know, Gia found somebody that she liked and ended up hooking up with him, you know, and Lelo couldn't. She was kind of ticked off about that situation and they kind of fell out at first and eventually got together towards the end, but they still, the relationship was never the same. And dealing with the aftermath of what happens in the diary of Lelo, you know, Gia, she basically has a relationship with this guy, but she also gets into a little trouble herself. And she's actually infatuated with this other guy. The reason why the book is called Imperfect Love is because she is really in love with the guy who does not love her. You know, so she does everything for him, goes out of her way for him, and he just treats her like trash for the most part. And I mean, he likes her because his diary is sincere. He's also part of the book as well. He likes her, but not in the way that she likes him. You know, she would actually have a romantic relationship with him, but he's kind of like, no, he's not into all that. He likes her as a friend, you know, and really wants to keep her around as a friend. And he does flirt with her because he knows whenever she's getting distant from him, uh, he can kind of draw her back in. And he just wants her by his side. Basically wants his uh, cake and eat it too, which I found out is not actually how that saying goes, but that's how we're going to use it right now. And so throughout this time, she's dealing with a guy in the second book to where she's you know, ends up getting pregnant for him, but she's still in love with Sincere. And it's just a crazy thing. She's very loyal to a certain aspect, but, you know, it's just this guy has Sincere has such a hold on her that she would do anything that he wanted. And so it's a really tragic story too. you know, unrequited love. Basically, she is in love with this guy and he just like, 
he mistreats her at certain aspects of it, but we'll leave it at that because, again, if you haven't read that book, you really ought to check it out. The final character we're going to talk about here today is Michelle from Nola Street Tales. Now, Michelle comes around towards the middle of the first book, I want to say, or towards the end of the first book, somewhere around that time. And she's basically a beautiful woman, obviously. All three of these women are beautiful, by the way. She's, you know, now she's the one criminal <laughs> on this uh, list. You know, she's a gangster. She used to work in the military. She has uh, sharpshooting skills and all that. And she's also loyal to her guy as well until she's not. The thing about Michelle is she wants to be Charisse's number two outside her best friend, Connie. And so there's kind of a rivalry between her and Connie as far as who's basically taking care of Charisse um, from the get-go. And Michelle is just one of those characters where she's willing to do whatever it takes to basically hold that position. And when we first meet her, she's basically just a person who handles business. She can take out any character. She's a sharpshooter, like I talked about. She's a killer. She kills without, you know, doesn't care. She would just walk up to somebody and just boom, just like uh, Keisha in New Jack City. Uh, but she does have a secret life that nobody knows about, which we learn about in the second or... I want to say, well, maybe it's the third book. And so she has a guy that she's with, but he has no idea what she does for a living. He thinks that she works at a uh, uh, supermarket, basically, and he, a floating manager, so to speak. And so she keeps her lifestyle secret because she actually enjoys the relationship she has with her guy until he gets mixed into it and then she has to make a choice there. And it's a real crazy story. I'm not going to jump into it right now. But the thing about Michelle is she is always loyal to that, you know, with all the stuff that she goes through and all the stuff that she does, you know, with the drugs and the killing and all that type of stuff, she's always loyal to him and she doesn't want him involved in her business and keeps him in the dark, which is a hell of a job because he has no clue what's going on. Matter of fact, at one point in time, he thinks that uh, she's cheating on him, which she is technically. But um, he hires a private eye and he's the private eye is the one who breaks it to him about who his girl really is. So, you know, there's a good storyline into that um, as far as, you know, the character Michelle. But she is one of my favorite characters. And I actually used her in something else. And I always think I'm going to write another uh, book for the Nola Street Tales. But we'll see how that goes. And I do have some sort of storyline for Michelle that I have in the back of my head. But enough of that, you want to hear out of these characters, my characters, which one I would actually marry, which one I would actually have sex with, and which one I would actually kill. So I'm going to start with the kill first because I think that's an easy one. Michelle, I have to kill. And the reason why is, yes, I like her as a character, but you know, being in that lifestyle, that's going to put me in danger. And it actually puts the guy she's dating with in the book in danger because of her lifestyle. And I don't want to deal with all that, to be honest with you. Is you know, and make no mistake, um, the person I had in mind for her when I first started this series was Jennifer Freeman. Like, if Jennifer Freeman could be this character, she would be, you know, this was a real movie or whatever. Jennifer Freeman would actually be the person I would cast for her character. So she's a beautiful woman, but uh, I'm just not that type of person who wants to deal with the lifestyle. I'm just going to be honest with you. So there's that. Okay. So kill is very easy. Now, as far as marry and have sex with, I'm conflicted because both Gia and Michelle 
they aren't as faithful. Like Gia is faithful until Sincere kind of draws her back in. Like she's dating somebody. She's pregnant for him. He's actually sick at the time too. But yet she still entertains Sincere, you know, and it's just the whole she's stuck on this man. So so if I was sincere, it'd probably be a better situation. Like if my name was sincere and I'm with Gia, then maybe I'd have a better situation with her. But, you know, knowing that she's always going to be there for this guy, that I can't be that guy for her, you know, that's going to be a tough one. Hmm. I'm thinking about having sex with Gia. <laughs> Only because, again, beautiful woman and everything like that, but she will always have another guy on her mind. Like, me and her could be having the greatest time of our lives, and she's still going to always have her eye on this guy. Like, me and her could be married, dating, whatever, and then sincere calls, and then she's gone. So, you know, it's always, when you have somebody like that, you, you know, yeah, we, you know, Kind of bang it out a couple times and just kind of move on with our lives. <laughs> so that leaves Melanie. And yes, Melanie will be the one I would marry. The only reason I'll stick with Melanie is because Melanie really didn't cheat on anybody. Well, you know, the guy Tristan that she's with is a married man. And she, you know, knowingly goes into this kind of deal relationship with him. But really, she's just been striking out and she really you know, hasn't had time to really focus on things because she's been focused on her career. So really finding a guy has been tough for her, but she has real feelings. And I'll go ahead and give a slight spoiler. You know, as their relationship goes on, he lives up to the contract where he treats her, you know, gives her a lot of wife attention that he really shouldn't. And so she ends up falling for him. But of course, he's married and he's not looking to leave his wife for her. And I think a lot of that is Melanie just wanted to be wanted, so to speak. She really just wanted somebody to treat her with respect. And she had it with the contract she signed with him. You know, he only had to keep up with certain things like, um, you know, acknowledging her on the birthday, on her birthday, um, making sure to send a text to her saying, Happy birthday, not happy birthday, but a uh, Merry Christmas, happy holidays or whatever, just to kind of acknowledge her. And, um, you know, she also gets certain days where she gets his attention. And they, of course, they have sex, obviously. So basically, she just concocted this guy to be with her and basically like almost like build a man, like you do build a bear. She built a man. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked for him. It worked for a while. But, you know, once you start to get that type of treatment, especially after being striking out for all those years and things with guys, you know, she was really into him. And I think with a person like that is really just wanting to be wanted. So if you treat her well, she'll be fine. And so she has a lot of love and passion and things like that. So she would be the perfect candidate to marry out of these three because of that. You know, she didn't cheat on him at all. And she, matter of fact, she had a stipulation in the contract. If she finds somebody, she'll let him know, you know, he can decide from there. But she never really did. She fell in love with him. And so she wasn't looking to cheat on him. She wasn't looking to do anything. All she was looking to do is just have a little attention thrown her way um, on her timetable. And it worked out and it worked out too well. And then, you know, towards the end of it, you kind of see what happens from there. And I'm not going to spoil that part of it. 
But out of these characters, she would definitely be the one to marry because I think she's the one that's the most genuine. You can make her fall in love with you, then she'll stay with you. There won't be anything. You have to look over your shoulder for another guy like on Gia, and you don't have to worry about being killed like Michelle. <laughs> um, but, you know, those three characters, this was a side kick character type of thing. And I actually think that that's a good choice. I think Melanie would be a good choice. Again, marry Melanie, sex with Gia, kill Michelle. So that's my choices. What do you think? Have you read all three of these books? If you haven't, I will leave the link of all the books below so you can kind of get a synopsis and read them for yourself and decide, you know, what would you do in that situation? And again, if you want to check out any of my work, you can always hit me up at www.enigmakid.com. That's www.enigmakid.com. And I am just excited. I have a lot of work to come out. Um, I'm going to have pictures for different events. I am just so thrilled to really be doing what I'm doing right now. So I hope you guys check me out and hope you like a book. Deuces.